Taking away Trump's business empire would stand alone under New York fraud law. Bernard Condon. 13 of 15. Police patrol near the Trump Turnberry Golf Resort in Turnberry, Scotland, Saturday, July 14, 2018. AP photo of slash Peter Morrison, file. 14 of 15. A security guard stands on the perimeter of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, Monday, April 3, 2023, in Palm Beach, Florida, a day before he travels to New York for his arraignment on charges related to hush money payments. AP photo of slash Evan Vucci, file. 15 of 15. Protesters gather outside Trump Tower Friday, March 31, 2023, in New York, AP photo slash Brian Wilston, file. New York, AP, within days, Donald Trump could potentially have his sprawling real estate business empire ordered. Dissolved for repeated misrepresentations on financial statements to lenders, adding him to a short list of scam marketers, con artists and others who have been hit with the ultimate punishment for violating New York's powerful anti-fraud law. An Associated Press analysis of nearly 70 years of civil cases under the law showed that such a penalty has only been imposed a dozen previous times, and Trump's case stands apart in a significant way. It's the only big business found that was threatened with a shutdown without a showing of obvious victims and major losses. Lawyers for the state in Trump's months-long civil trial have argued that the principles of fair play in business alone are enough to justify a harsh penalty, but even they aren't calling for the prospect of liquidation of his businesses and properties raised by a judge. And some legal experts worry that if the judge goes out of his way to punish the former president with that worst-case scenario, it could make it easier for courts to wipe out companies in the future. This is a basically a death penalty for a business, said Columbia University law professor Eric Talley. Is he getting his just desserts because of the fraud or because people don't like him? AP's review of nearly 150 reported cases since New York's repeated fraud statute was passed in 1956 showed that nearly every previous time a company was taken away, victims and losses were key factors. Customers had lost money or bought defective products or never received services ordered, leaving them cheated and angry. Dissolution of an Empire Trump, the Republican presidential frontrunner, has focused his ire at potentially losing his business at both the Democratic New York Attorney General who brought the case and the judge presiding over it. In an order last September that's currently under appeal, state Supreme Court Judge Arthur Engeron said Trump had indeed committed fraud and should have the state certificates needed to run many of his New York companies revoked. He said Trump should then be stripped of control over those companies, which are the official owners of his Fifth Avenue headquarters and other marquee properties, and have them turned over to a receiver who will manage the dissolution of them. What the judge left unclear is what he meant by dissolution, whether that referred to the liquidation of entities that control properties or the properties themselves. Asked specifically in court whether Trump's buildings would be literally sold off as in a bankruptcy, Engeron said he would clarify at a later date. In a worse case, as interpreted by legal experts, Engeron could decide dissolution means stripping the real estate mogul of not only of his New York holdings such as Trump Tower and his 40 Wall Street skyscraper, but his Mar-a-Lago club in Florida, a Chicago hotel and condo building, and several golf clubs, including ones in Miami, Los Angeles and Scotland. 
For her part, New York Attorney General Letitia James has asked that Trump be banned from doing business in New York and pay $370 million, what she estimates is saved interest and other ill-gotten gains. But she never asked for a property sale and may not even want one. Said one of her lawyers, Kevin Wallace, in his closing argument, I don't think we are looking for anything that would cause the liquidation of business. Engeron said that by January 31st he will issue a ruling that is expected to decide on the cash penalty and business ban and clarify his dissolution order. A History of Punishments Trump's Case Trump's case involved 11 years of financial statements with values based on disputed and sometimes outright false descriptions of properties used as collateral should his loans go bust. Among them, Trump exaggerated the size of his Manhattan penthouse apartment by three times. He listed unfinished buildings as if they were complete and apartments under rent control as if they were free of such rules. He showed restricted funds as if they were liquid cash. And he portrayed Mar-a-Lago as if it could be converted to a residence even though that is prohibited in its deed. In making her case against Trump, Letitia James called to the stand a lending expert who estimated that Deutsche Bank gave up $168 million in extra interest on its Trump loans, basing his calculations as if Trump never offered a personal guarantee. But Trump did offer a guarantee, even if his estimate of his personal wealth was exaggerated. In fact, the bank made its own estimates of Trump's personal wealth, at times lopping billions from Trump's figures, and still decided to lend to him. And testimony from Deutsche officials responsible for the loan suggested that deciding the right rate at which to lend, even absent Trump's personal guarantee, isn't so simple. The Deutsche unit making the Trump business loans wasn't the typical lending unit, but its private wealth division. That group often lends to rich clients not only to earn interest but to help its chances of winning the lucrative business of managing their vast personal investments and getting them to buy other bank services, something that testimony showed Deutsche was clearly hoping to do with the ex-president. Barred from giving a formal closing argument, Donald Trump rested an opportunity to speak in court at the conclusion of his New York civil fraud trial Thursday, unleashing a barrage of attacks in a six-minute diatribe before being cut off by the judge. January 11th, AP video by Robert Bumstead and AP production by A.O. Gao. Trump has repeatedly said in impromptu rants at his trial that the case is a meritless, political witch hunt because he is richer than the statements sent to banks suggest, and lenders didn't care about those figures anyway because they always did their own analysis, always got paid back in full and continued to lend to him. What's happened here, sir, is a fraud on me. I am an innocent man, Trump said in a six-minute statement in court earlier this month before the judge cut him off. A potential compromise To be sure, the attorney general's office has argued that there are larger issues than victim losses at play in Trump's case. When big loans are issued with an inaccurate picture of risk, said state lawyer Kevin Wallace, it damages the public and business community, distorts the market and prices out honest borrowers. Plus, Wallace suggested, letting such lies to banks slide if those banks don't take legal action on their own would amount to saying, if you are rich enough, you are going to be allowed to do it. Or as New York lawyer and Fordham University adjunct professor Jerry H. Goldfeder put it, just because no one is complaining doesn't mean there hasn't been a fraud. 
In a footnote in a 94-page summary document filed earlier this month, Letitia James suggested a compromise decision for Engeron, appoint an independent monitor to oversee Trump's operations for five years, after which the court could decide whether to revoke his business certificates and possibly put him out of business. University of Michigan's Thomas says he thinks Engeron may pull back from his shutdown order, but he is still concerned. Those who want to see Donald Trump suffer by any means necessary, he said, risk ignoring the very commitment to a rule of law that they accuse him of flouting. Underscore underscore underscore. Reporters Michael R. Sisak, Jennifer Peltz, and David Caruso, and news researcher Rhonda Schaffner contributed. Underscore underscore underscore. Contact AP's global investigative team at investigative at ap.org or https colon slash slash www.ap.org slash tips.